0: someone said it's scary and tough to go through this as a mom I was a teen nightmare. But all I can do is work at being a trustworthy mom for him to come to anytime he doesn't want to be alone and dealing with tough things feels scary, though, we don't even really understand the world that they're growing up in. I mean, all of this is true. So you know what a role it is what a you know, how are we supposed to control this if we want to like make the situation right, that's something we're going to do till we die it's never going to be controlled we have to especially in this day and age learn to be adaptable and responsive and just to go with the flow you know to um To let it all just, you know, we've got to just respond to each day, like, wow, through this pandemic, there's been so much like, whoa, school's off, school's on, you know, like and many other things, you know, politically, just environmentally, like, wow, how much we have on our plate as a human global society right now. Um, if anyone hasn't seen the live, I really recommend watching Christina's live, you know, but the the, the summary is that, you know, he, she asked her son to have a date with her and they'd had one a year ago, which I think I don't know if it was inspired from, from me um, mentioning it in the Young Fire group. <laughs> Um, but yeah and you know this time around there was a sense of like he wanted to think about it you know a bit of hesitation there wasn't sure and and your summary christina was that you know he doesn't he doesn't trust you in some ways and that you haven't trusted him lately and that is just for all of us that is for all of us there's something in that where we can all relate to that experience and where we have coerced or forced or pushed or shown up in some way our children eventually just they they learn to kind of say no to us or to back away from us. So it is going to be a process. and I love the way you know he said he wanted to think about it and you know you can it is a rebuilding process there. so that is such a powerful takeaway for you and for all of us to see that you know we we need to how to rebuild that trust. you know how can you, you said you were hoping to earn his trust again? how to rebuild it. And, um, you know, it really is increasing your awareness of where you're pushing, you know, where he's feeling claustrophobic in your not in your company necessarily, but where where your relationship kind of cramps him. So lots of teenagers are very suspicious of the adult world, because we are the harbingers, is that the right word? I don't know of pressure and coercion. That's what we do you know, generally, that's what we do. Teachers, parents, they are so used to um, just us turning up in their lives and needing stuff from them, needing them to do this, do this, do that. And you know, for the first 10 years of their lives, we kind of we might get feel like we're getting away with that, because they're very malleable, they're very, they are born very trustworthy. (laughs) And we can get them to do stuff, but that is not a win for any parents here with younger children. Wow, it starts from naught, you know, trying to bring in this level of trust to them, because then we have the pieces to pick up when they're teenage if we don't. So my role when I meet a young person is really to trust. That's one thing I do. And it's sometimes not easy. You know, Sometimes we're not doing um you know i also kind of want them to like crack on with the maths and english i also kind of have that sense of like wow they need these GCSEs, and so we do have that to do but sometimes you've got to just hang in there and just um allow them a few weeks or a session where it's just not really happening and then bring them back like what's the point of us being together um you know but and allow them to lead on that so um again i'll, I'll speak more to that tomorrow but um The adult world, yeah, and losing the trust of our young people. So this is universal, I'd say, for for young people. There's a general sense. And you might, I would love to hear if anyone, it's great if you do have children who like to speak to adults. I mean, just look at it from that perspective. Like, Does your child generally enjoy the company of adults? speak to people freely when they're there not just politeness and like you know you're forced to come down for a dinner with family friends whatever and then you know i personally growing up i didn't have many relationships with adults it's one of my great achievements for my children that um you know i I raised my children in in a community like i'm still part of a community now like online offline but in bristol we were living in community housing and my kids, they know they have like 50 plus authentic relationships with adults each, Um, you know, because we're living in that kind of setting, you know, so again, if you're a believer, or if you have some community group, then that's amazing, because you then really, you know, you do, or if you're from a culture where there is a, a spread of generations, you know, I think of Spain, grannies and Toddlers all hanging out till six in the morning at fiestas and parties and whatever, you know, there's no age differentiation in those cultures. So then young people, I think, do just do grow up with much more trust of the adult world, whereas here in the UK and probably in Europe, um, similar kind of cultures, probably in the States as well. You know, it's all quite separated off. The adult world just does one thing, and it's usually get young people to try and do stuff that they don't want to do. So, um, you know, I used to have dinners with my dad. Um, he's passed away a couple of years ago. Um, you know, love you, dad. And he, but he, his effort was. Um, to get me to go and have dinner with him we'd have dinners but it was like a showdown you know (laughs) it was like it wasn't like hey let's go and have dinner and have a lovely time and then maybe I'll want to share with him kind of about my career or whatever it is Mm -hmm. Um, it was always like a hot seat (laughs) so don't do that you know bless him he just is from that general was from that generation you know just he was doing his best as a dad but um you know, dinner with him every time was like, it was a trial. (laughs) It was like, I knew it was was so intense, you know, he'd take me out one-on-one, whoa. And and we more or less never spent any other one-on-one time, um, you know, apart from that, we were always in a family setting. So, you know, many adult, many male, adult males, many dads (laughs) from that generation like that. So, you know, they just, that's how they did it. We really need to do things differently, male and female, mums and dads. We, you know, that's why date night, date night, and that kind of thing. Find the times. It doesn't have to obviously be date night. It can be any time, all the time. You know, finding times when you're just hanging out with your children, like you know, that's a way to rebuild trust. Is to just find ways. And I know this can be difficult if you have, you know, you're moving away from each other a bit in the teenage years, and you know, you haven't built like totally kind of open loving trusting foundations which is probably all of us you know there's always more we can do in that regard you know but these are the ways just hang out ditch the whole GCSE topic just don't bring it up you know when you get a nice moment or whatever just enjoy a nice moment and like give it a few weeks a few months or you know it depends on your time frame and circumstances but you want to have like really fun lovely times with your kids and then i think you can just tackle everything and anything so you know this is a period right now for some of us it's like yeah you've had an amazing date night and it's all good and there's still areas you want to trust more and whatever for others it's going to be a period of months weeks months years from this week rebuilding our trust in our children that's true for all of us we're all doing that there's all things we can do deep things that's why you're here you wouldn't be here otherwise, probably if you're like, I completely trust them. it's easy and fine and all as well. So you know, whatever's coming up for you, you know, this is a time to start this process and to commit to some of these changes. Um, I would love to make that an assignment, actually, just like by the end of the week we'll write down just what our personal commitments are going forward like what we've learned from this week and like lock it down into a comma into a post and into a poster or something where you can go that is what i've got out this week these are my commitments going forward yeah and so you know if you're rebuilding trust with your children you know you can also make a commitment um to them you know speaking specifically to you christina um you know, what is it you feel like you need to clear away there? Like, just have a look at like what you think, how you think you've operated since last year, since he was so excited to have a date last year and he had a brilliant time and and whatever. What's happened in the meantime? How are you showing up in his life that's pushing him away and um, making him just think, oh, actually, I'm not really sure about that. And, um, you know, then you can communicate that to him, just say, you know, I realize I've just, I'm always like on your case about this, or, you know, I'm sorry, that's also wow, apologizing, such a brilliant step for vulnerability, you know, showing that vulnerability to your child, you know, again, each case by case, you know, I can't know the nature of all of your relationships. But if that feels like a hit for you, Make a few notes, and of course they're teenagers. They don't want to hear like a load of they don't want to hear all of our shit kind of things. <laughs> Use the word, but they you know they don't want to hear that. Um, but they if it is like a quick way of, you know, a way that they are receiving, that's going to touch them and open something up for you both, and definitely communicate your apology, and then follow through on no longer doing that, you know, make that commitment, I'm not going to bug you about this anymore. And that, in a way, is also like a huge element of this week. It's to like, start this handover process where you really just go like that is up to you now someone mentioned about your son's relationship with his dad you know i love that that sense of like okay i'm not gonna push that anymore i just you know that is up to them and that's a very hot topic so i I also just feel like wow you you know you'll know, know i'm not gonna tell you what to do and i wouldn't ever expect you to do it if i did you know, you'll know what's best there, but I just did like that sense of the struggle you've had over that. And then, you know, now the resolution of just going, OK, I just, it's up to him. He has to be able to choose whether he wants to see his dad or not. Um, and they both of them, him and dad, with your full love and support and facilitation in ways that's empowering for everybody. Um, they need to sort it out between the two of them, you know, in a bit of time, and the trust to just go, he'll come around, hopefully, you know, and in like a, a six months time, just go, yeah, all right, I will go and see him and they can start to rebuild their relationship. Um, yeah, on the foundations of real trust and, and respect and openness and honesty.